Welcome to the Anabolic Hipster Podcast with me, Andrew Charlesworth. These podcasts are going to be short form based on knowledge that I have or thoughts that I have in fitness, in finances, relationships, basically anything I want to talk about or have written down in my journal. I'll make sure that I give you 100% unedited uh, podcasts and you just keep listening and have some fun. Always feel free to talk to me about it. Thank you. Okay, today I wanted to bring a story, a tale, I don't know what you want to call it, about a situation that I really recall and remember as a kid, and I feel like more adults, teenagers, whatever, should feel this way. Now, I don't want everyone to think like me, because then this world would be a boring place. However, after seeing, you know, how pouty everyone seems to be sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know, I just want to tell it. And I'm going to title this C minus. So growing up, ball player. From the second I was, as far as I can literally remember, I've been told that I was mock shooting a basketball by two years old and any type of You gave me a toy, I shot it in a basket. You gave me a football, I'd shoot it in a basket. Anything like that. My family was basketball players. I mean, this is just a, you know, it was meant to be, if you will. And then you grow up playing, and I'm always the biggest and tallest. So that was kind of, you know, unique. And then at some point, you know, it became like a thing. Like, hey, you're going to give this a go, right? And I think that was around sixth grade. And I grew up in Grand Blanc, Michigan, which is a suburb of Flint. And Flint, Michigan basketball is rich. It's absolutely, um, I mean, it's it's the culture. It's the way of living for, for uh, not, not the way of living. I mean, it is the bee's knees when it comes to Flint, Michigan. You think basketball, the Flintstones, Glenn Rice. I mean, there's so many roots that are from Flint, Michigan basketball. Anyway. So obviously it's, it's a huge deal. So I think around sixth grade, um, it was recommended that I, I kind of like try this trainer out. Um, he trained some of the best, I get, I would say like young guys coming up or in high schoolers. And he was at U of M Flint, uh, rec center. His name was Napoleon Petaway. Great guy. Um, learned a lot from him and especially this story. So you're going to have to get some of the back context for you get the kind of the meaning behind it. So I went there, goofy kid, didn't wear, you know, basketball clothes, just kind of showed up. And I remember showing up and going like, whoa, (laughs) he's training some dudes that are for real. And that was one of the most embarrassing times when my first lesson, if you will, I couldn't even do some of the warm up shit. I remember, you know, we would be dribbling uh, backwards between your legs, like, this, this, and that, and I mean, I just couldn't do it, and he looked at me, and he went, he wasn't, like, pissed off, because he knew that I could do some other stuff, you know, the basics, like, hand-eye coordination, I could shoot a little bit, for being, you know, in sixth grade, and, uh, but he wasn't also, like, oh, it's okay, you know, it wasn't that reaction, either, sure as shit, the second I left that first lesson, feeling like an idiot, I went straight to the gym, 
um, and just practice that for hours until next week when I obviously showed back up. I wanted to impress him. Once again, that's also not the story. I just want to give you a little bit of context. So fast forward, I've been training with Napoleon for probably three years off and on. Um, you know, he was, he was awesome. You know, good uh, role model. He would give me clothes. Um, he played overseas and some, some professional leagues and this and that. And I mean, he was like, man, you, you know, you, you got to dress the part here. Like, I don't know, just kind of brought me up in the culture of basketball, put me into some, some runs. That means, I guess you can call scrimmages or whatever, um, that were definitely above my, my talent at that time, but it brought me to a higher level. It always critiqued me, always gave me uh, feedback and pushed me to be, you know, way better, put me up against some of his better guys. And he would have me train with some of his better guys. Yada, yada, yada. Fast forward, ninth grade, go to um, Powers, and he wants to come watch me play. And when Napoleon, as one of his students, when he comes to watch you play, you know, he brought his girlfriend. He, you know, you you wanted to put on a show, but then again, that's not what it's about. It's about getting a win, yada, yada. So we are playing Grand Blank. And, you know, basketball, it, it's supposed to have been 2003 or four. I mean... Dude, it's just, I feel, I don't know, maybe because I'm so far out of it, but it was a big deal. Like, Graham Blank versus Powers. I mean, Graham Blank hated Powers. Um, all my friends were from Graham Blank. Not all of them, but most of them. I mean, this is a big thing. And so we're playing. Um, this isn't the varsity game, but I was a little upset. I wanted to be on the higher levels. Um, luckily, my coach at the time, even though I was one of like the taller guys, he let me kind of do whatever. Am I shooting threes, bringing the ball up? Is what it is. He was glad to have me. That game, Napoleon's there. I'm hype. I hit 20 points, I think 20 even, and 10 rebounds. So that's a double-double. And then I had close to that an assist, maybe a triple-double. Okay, so if anyone knows anything about basketball, your team gets a win, you do that. Especially in a high school game, you should feel good. Um. So we got it, grand blank, boom, shower up, you know, I give him a call, cell phones were just goofy at that time, probably on a Nextel and or a Razor, and I'm like, hey, Nap, that's, you know, what everyone called him, Nap, what's up, man, how you doing, thanks for coming to the game, you know, what'd you think? I remember saying that, and I remember him telling me, he goes, I give you a C minus at best. At best, a C minus. He said he was utterly um, unimpressed. And all of these things, I mean, he listed for 20 fucking minutes the things that I could have done better. And I thought, you have to be joking me. Like a win, double double, perhaps a triple double, can't remember that. And I remember thinking, like, what, what are you kidding me? And her, you got to be kidding me. And I remember. One guy he always tried to um, push me against was this guy, Kervin, um, great basketball player. He's out of Swartz Creek. And he's like, I watched Kervin, and he had 30, like, just, like, just going off. And I was I was pissed. I'm not going to lie. I was like, dude, I'm trying to I, – I don't want to say impress you, but – I was, and yada, yada, and he just kept going with the C minus, C minus, C minus. And I'm like, God, what do you even, you know, what do you, what do you need to do to get a B? 
Um, and after that, I, I really didn't, um, well, yeah, it hurt. Like, and I just remember not like being aggressive, but just saying, okay, well, I guess I just need to keep getting better. And then instead of pouting, I remember asking like, well, then what can I do to get an A, a B or whatever? Like, what, what do you need to do? And I just remember him saying like, it's on the potential, right? Like you, you, yeah, you had these stats, this, this, and that, but you could have taken the game over in this way. And I just think that the pursuit of perfection is a never ending that like you're, you're going to run yourself into a brick wall. I get it. But at least if you try somewhere in there, you'll find, I guess, greatness. Right. And, and that's the, the mentality. So I don't consider myself a perfectionist, but effort, I mean, effort is one thing that you can control. And yeah, I don't care if I'm playing gauntlet legends on the Nintendo 64. I don't care if it's spike ball. It's a, a workout, a basketball game, it, whatever. I am in it to give my absolute max 100%. And it's it's situations like that that allowed me to learn that it is okay to think that you did really well and have someone else be like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. And it's okay because, okay, that means I can get better. And uh, yeah, I love Nap. Man, I wish I could talk. I wonder if I still have a cell phone number. I should call him just out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, that like this whole mentality of everyone gets a trophy and, um, you know, I don't know. I, I have a son now and he's three months old and I, I start to, these, these things are constantly on my mind now. Jen just does great with, I mean, the book she reads on babies and this and that, but like as a dad, I always think like, well, how, how am I going to handle uh, him understanding competition, hard work, you know, ethics of hard work. Um, and like, it doesn't have to be like me. Absolutely not. I mean, it'd be cool if he thinks I'm cool. Great. But um, there are certain things that I guess are just unacceptable that I see all the time now. And I feel like in this culture, as you guys can see with, I mean, People need an election and social media and this and that. I'm about to go in the grocery store and put a mask on. And, oh, well, what if you didn't wear a mask? You're being, oh, my God. Like, people just have forgotten how to either win with class or lose gracefully and, and have respect and have honor in what they're doing. I guess it's... um there's a word I'm looking for. I think it's agency. I'm pretty sure that's the word. I don't know if somebody who's even listened this far, let me know, but I think that's like intent almost or uh, something like that. Have more effort in every fucking thing that you do. And that is the only way that you can fix a broken attitude. Just with effort. Peace!